God. I'm so sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom of Good Home. Now, what just happened was we recorded for about 15 minutes, and I actually didn't press record, apparently. But I said to you, I'm pressing record. Yeah, but did you? I, I did it. <laughs> Not only are you incompetent, you're also a liar. <laughs> All right, so let's do this real quick. Lightning round. My name is Michael Hing. My name is Ben Jenkins. And we are joined from uh, Brisbane, the city of lights. The city of... Uh, Mangrove. Mangrove. The city... city... We have some of those, sure. Of rivers. One. One river, a single river. The city of Ben Clay, who joins us on this special edition, which is going to be maybe slightly shorter than our other ones. It is Ben McClay. Uh, welcome. It's great to be here again. I feel <laughs> even more welcome than I did the first time. Wonderful. I can't believe that, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to brag, I don't want to toot our own horns, uh-huh. but that was some of the best comedy in the world. That was. Ever. Should we try and repeat it or should we just skip through? I skip think over that's, right now? have you ever heard of the play The Summer of the 17th Doll? I have not. No. It's all about these cane cutters in Queensland trying to um, recreate the kind of magic of their youth. Where right. They used to come down uh, every summer to mm. their kind of uh, girlfriends down south. And uh, they used to have these fun rituals and they'd give them a Cupid doll every time. But the 17th, by Ray Lawler, the 17th time is where it all kind of falls apart because they realise they can't recapture that magic. Oh, and I see. they're trying to force it. So you think this is going to be... I feel like if we did try and retread that, it might become a kind of Australian melodrama written in, I think, about the 60s. Imagine how good that reference would have been if Hing and I were much smarter people. <laughs> Don't drag me into this. Well, you didn't recognise it either. No, but... Also, I don't think if I had recognised it, it would have made it any better. It wouldn't have landed better? <laughs> yeah. I think it would have gone great. I mean, the explanation made it fantastic. Made it sing, yeah. frankly. <laughs> um, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the worst and best stuff to talk about. Ben yes. McClay, have you ever um, bought anything or sold anything online? I'm constantly buying and selling things online. Really? What are we talking? Bitcoins, Dogecoins, Ethereum? Uh, nothing as ephemeral as scam coins. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just, I've realised that I've gone through a number of hobbies quite intensely in very short periods of time that only sort of lately I've realized the one continuous thread between them is that all of them involve being on Gumtree all the time. <laughs> I just mean? really like buying stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A lot. So what's your... Uh, your, homo- your, 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 your hobby is commerce. It is, but like dirty dealing. I love doing deals. Okay. So what was the most recent thing you bought online? Uh, well... I buy a lot of VHS tapes. Yes, I've noticed this. uh, Is completely indefensible (laughs) from every front. Uh, But it means I spend a lot of time on Facebook Marketplace, a lot of time on eBay, a lot of time on Gumtree. Yes. Trying to find those sweet tapes. And do you, sorry, this is potentially a stupid question, but do you have a good VCR set up? I've got three. You've got three? Uh, Only two that I use, but Uh one in the bedroom, one in the living room, obviously. And obviously one behind glass for emergency purposes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If the the other two fail, it's uh, looking pretty dire. the thing. So uh, I do have the thing. So what was the, what's sort of your prized possession in your your VHS collection? Yeah, okay. So me and Hing have broken into your house. Yeah, what are we going for? (laughs) What are we... I mean, obviously... I'm only going to tell you this on the proviso that you do not do this. Ah, well, we can't guarantee that. Yeah, sorry. I think once we've said it in the podcast, we actually... It's, it's, this, is, has, this has a weird prophetic effect on us mm-hmm. in that once we say we're going to break into your house... I mean, first of all, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Second so of all... Hmm. <laughs> so what's, what's your prized possession? Well, I have a very good copy of 
uh, like an ex-rental copy of Big Trouble in Little China, which is my favourite movie of all time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What What does ex-rental mean for the quality? Uh, doesn't that mean generally it's like means it's a little bunch? bit shittier? Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> That's part of the experience. But like the rental ones, generally they have shitloads of trailers at the start, which is always kind of interesting. Oh. And the box is just like because part of the appeal is you're getting them from how they looked when you were a kid, right? So they've yeah. got like little genre sticker in the corner. Oh, They've got like the, this was a $1 weekly or whatever. Yep, yep, yep All that yep. shit on them. They've got like the name of the video store, so you it, can be like... It must be getting harder, right? Yes. As these places close down. Oh, very much so. Uh, so like now it's just a Gumtree based... Yeah, Gumtree, a lot of Facebook groups. A lot of oh, people yeah. do their selling on there. Because mm. uh, weirdly, there's a surprising amount of people that are getting into this uh, which makes me very angry because I thought, haha, yeah. I'm a lone idiot. All of these treasures are for me. Yeah. Uh, it turns out a lot of stupid people are willing <laughs> so to like, do this. I recently saw, I think, a copy of Gladiator on VHS. Oh, useless. Blew, Don't want that. But that blew my mind yeah. because I thought that we were done and dusted with VHS by the time that Gladiator so, came out. So I'm not talking about when the film is set. Yes. I mean, what, that? that's like 2003 for Gladiator? Maybe? So the, yeah, the maybe last a bit film earlier, that was maybe. put on VHS was A History of Violence. That was... That David Cronenberg film was that's like two thousand and five. Two thousand five, absolutely right. Yeah, that was put on VHS. Yeah, and now it's a really rare collectible item to find it on VHS because it was the last one that was done. Have you got it? Oh no, I'm not interested in that sort of nonsense. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm, uh, strictly stuff before about ninety eight. Do you know I'm what the first for. video on VHS was? I don't know. It was. Uh-huh. Go on. Um, mm. Uh huh. It was Birth of a Nation. It was Birth of a Nation. Yes, that's why the VHS is the length it is. It's so it can fit the entirety of Birth of a Nation. That on is it. fascinating, and I'm surprised you didn't know that, Ben. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? I only knew the history of violence. In fact, I actually know nothing else about any of this. I'm just doing it because they look nice. Well, also to be clear, I made that up. Oh, you I definitely made that. did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, that is like in the in the um kind of. Spectrum of insufferable hobbies to have. Certainly on a spectrum, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> like, I, I, I kind of buy vinyls every now and again, and I find that people sometimes have, like, a semi-violent reaction to that. But you can defend vinyl ownership very easily. There's a lot of good points, you know, the big display art, you get, like, all the... I suppose, color, I suppose so. The sound quality is genuinely quite good. Mm. But I, I feel like your one would get less negative. Maybe it's just that you're a much more likable person. I mean, that certainly helps, that, but yeah. often the response is just... Ugh. What is wrong with you? Uh, see, the trailers really make me... Oh. That, that really sells it for me. And the have you got what you paid for thing yeah. done at a speed that I realise now was meant to be fast-forwarded through. Absolutely, yep. And that's why it's big <laughs> enough that even through the scan lines... You can, you can you see, can it. see it. Yeah. 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 I, I, no, I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the mocking people side. I think this is an idiot's thing to do. It is. Uh-huh. I, think, I think you are a worse person for doing it. How much uh-huh. money have you spent on, on stupid hats for your video game characters? Oh, I looked it up today <laughs> and it wasn't good. No? Look, it's, it's, it's several hundred dollars. <laughs> well, oh, my God. So, I, I went to the US last year for like three months driving around in van being a, a shit, which is sort of like what all men in their 20s have to do at some point. Sure. It's yep. great. But sort of as a, a side yeah, effect We've of that, read On the Road. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? That was my On the Road experience, except there was no jazz. It was like me listening to podcasts for uh-huh. thousands of hours. Anyways, well, pod- podcasts are your jazz. Yeah, podcasts are the jazz of talking. <laughs> I it's the words that you don't say yeah, that are really exactly. the most important. Mm. But I, I bought a lot of VHS tapes because I was going to a lot of thrift stores all the time, and I justified it to myself because I'm like, well, this is something that makes you happy, and they cost like 25 cents each. It's nothing. Yes. And then, 25 cents each? Yeah, well, because no one wants them, right? At so, that point, I, I'm, I'm back in. I'm well, back okay, the ones I'm buying now do not cost 25 cents each. So oh. What's the most you think you've spent on a VHS, and what was it? Including shipping, uh-huh. I would say the most I probably spent is like 30 bucks, and it would have been 
I'm really into 80s fantasy movies, like sword and sorcery movies. Okay, yep. I yep. think The Archer and the Sorceress, which uh-huh. is a movie that I think I'm the only person who's it, maybe it ever It is certainly it. the first time I've heard that combination of words in that order. Oh, there's a, there's a whole glut of these things where there's like, there's a movie called The Archer and the Sorceress, The Sword and the Sorcerer, The Warrior and the Sorceress, and just Sorceress. Are they connected in any way? Or? Is Not there a Sorceress verse? No, they're all... Completely different. Made by different people. Different people, different actors. Same sets, I'd imagine. <laughs> it, well, because the word sorceress conveys two very good things that you want for people that are watching fantasy movies in the 80s. Sorceress, it's a chick, means it's going to be titties. Yep. Uh, and sorceress means it's going to be magic, and these people are all high. Yes. So oh. it's the two things that you want. Yeah, there's a lot of economy in, yeah. in, in, in those words. Yeah, it's I, I think 30 bucks is a, is, a, is a fine price to pay. Yeah, but I've spent more. I've, it's uh, individual nice. hats have cost me more. <laughs> when I, I kind of went a bit overboard and I filled like two very, very large suitcases with these tapes. And then when I went to fly back, I was like, oh, well, the excess luggage fees won't be that bad. It was about $400. Oh, so you need to now sort of divide that by the tapes and that's the true cost. And it still comes out okay. It Does comes it? out to about two or three bucks a tape, I think. Oh, when, when you're coming into the, to Australia with um, suitcases full of tapes, are people not asking questions of you? Uh, uh, Australian assuming... border security did not. Uh, right. Canadian border security very much did in, an, in a very aggressive fashion that was maybe one of the most horrendously scary experiences of my life. Were they, were they worried you were taking their entire nation's supply of VHS tapes? <laughs> it was either sorceress that titties. Or the heroin that they think that I had in there. It was either it, well, yeah, that, protectionism that... about tapes or hard drugs. Yeah. What were... Mm. Who's to say? Yes. Um, guys, would you like uh, to hear a classified? Let us begin the main portion of the podcast. The main, the main course, or as they say in America, the entree. I'm so fucking mad about I'm that so, all I, the time. I reckon I remember that about once a week and get like steaming about it. It's just yeah, it's, it's deliberately bad. To yeah. our North American listeners, it's dumb and you should feel bad about it. Yep, and you should yeah. fix it. This, is, uh, this has a, a, a real banger of a title. Mm-hmm. NASA! Listen up! <laughs> All right. I am 48 years old. I don't have a PhD, nor is my health tip-top shape. But I have been infatuated and amazed when when whatever word other life forms and also those cute little secrets that you hide that you think nobody knows about since I was five. When I called 60 people today to reach somebody, all I got dealt with was rude people who don't understand since you guys are the ones that I watch these pages too. So, why would you listen to some crazy old lady on Craigslist? <laughs> now, be honest. Did you think this was a woman until I said that? No, I did not. I and more fool than me. Like, yeah. conspiracy anger is gendered very male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Because I want... It more. Oh, yeah, so why don't you listen to me? Because I want it more than all those astronauts and all those people you pay millions of dollars over a lifespan. Because I want something more. Plus, I have very Im- interesting information that I'm sure you would like to hear. Think about it. It's a win-win situation. Would you rather have me walking up to one of those official government buildings, as it is, you, and take a machine gun to kill me because I'm trying to speak to someone that will actually listen? To get your attention, trust me, guys, you have to talk to me. I have information that you would love to hear, and locking me up in prison isn't going to work because I made sure that I've kept the information somewhere in my place in case something happens to me. That's not a foolproof plan. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know how to reach me, NASA. Let's talk. Now, uh, I'm, I'm, having listened to the entirety of that ad, 
I'm not exactly sure what she wants mm, from the conversation. Why do you think you're listening to the word she wasn't screaming? Right. <laughs> also, the last, the way that I printed this, the last couple of words of each line are cut off. So a lot of that bad grammar is not her fault. It's, it's the fault of my printer. I'm glad you're being very forthright I about will that. say that a lot of it is. <laughs> so, obviously, this is directed very, very specifically at NASA. It's yeah. not, not at anybody else. Nope, mm-hmm. it's... Don't believe Craigslist is the best medium for one-to-one communication. Well, look, in a way, she acknowledges that. She says, so why would you listen to some crazy old lady on Craigslist? And she also says, I've called 60 people today to reach somebody. So I think she's been on the phone to NASA. Has she tried email? Has she tried email? It's a good question. Do they have a postal address? That's Well, I would assume, given that she's called 60 people today, and that she's pretty thorough, is, is my sense... I reckon she's probably, this is probably going through a lot of different channels. She's explored those options. Yeah. Right. And you were saying you don't know what she wants. I think what she wants is to go to space. Right. She wants to be an astronaut. See, I don't think that's made clear. I did not get that at all. I thought she had information to give them, not that she was asking anything. No. No, She's saying, are you saying, Ben, that she was saying, if you make me an astronaut, I'll let you in on the cosmic secrets. Yeah. That's what she's saying. Sort of a tit for tat. She's like, I have Mm. something you want, information you have something I want, access to space. Uh, now let's see if we, and also like part of, I think, like, I think she's getting pretty full on by saying like, oh, I'll walk into a government building and you'll have to take a machine gun and kill me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things we learn on the, um, on the show that I work on is one way to get your way in like a consumer complaint mm. is to make it so much worth their while to just get rid of you. Oh. If they're like, this person's going to be a fucking nightmare. Oh, fine. Just have a thirty dollars voucher. Or you mean just just start a sit-in type thing? Yeah, so yeah. The, or just be like, be like really thorough on the phone and have a lot of records and like right. just to be like, oh, I can actually see where this is going and this is my life for the next two months. Uh, just fucking have your burrito back or whatever it is. They, <laughs> I don't know what happened in that scenario. Somebody stole someone's burrito. I think uh, in a hotel, maybe someone took a burrito out of the fridge and didn't. You know, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah thanks for filling in the gaps. I think she is like trying to make it so NASA's like, oh my god, can we just launch this woman into space, please? Okay. Okay then. So 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 knowing what we knowing what we've kind of surmised from her character. Yeah. Right? What do you One, what, unbelievably sane. So <laughs> normal. Yeah. What quality of information would you want if you were NASA in order to let her be an astronaut? Like what do you want? If if, if she could tell you Hey, I know the exact time the sun's going to explode or whatever, or That's I know if thing. Pluto's a real planet or She's not. She's intimating that she has knowledge of aliens, or did I did no, I, I mean, I think you've kind of... She does mention aliens at the top. If she did know, if she did have knowledge of aliens, why would you send her into space then? She's just close to the aliens. It's a reward. Do you, want, do you want her representing us when they meet? You know, it's I don't think be... that's the deal. I'm not saying... She, I don't think she's saying, hey, here's what I know about aliens, send me to meet them. I think she's saying, here's what I know about aliens. Now, please, just uh, unconnected, put me in space. I oh, really that's like a go. secondary thing. She just always wanted to go to space. Oh, yeah. Because right. going to space right now absolutely sucks butts. I think it'd still be fun. I have asked this maybe on the podcast before, but I'll ask it to you. Mm-hmm. Would you rather go to the moon with someone you hate or go to a six-star hotel in Dubai with someone you love? Oh, that is a genuinely good question. Thank you very much. Uh, what about much better than the other hypothetical. Okay, look. Let's just address this. I had a beer... With Ben and some other people last night. And I put a hypothetical... Interesting that I wasn't invited, but continue. Uh, you were in Bendigo, my boy. Sure, all right. Fine. Um, <laughs> Excuses? Do you want to explain it? Uh, no, I want you to present it as you would have before everyone told you you were a fucking goon for asking <laughs> this question. Okay. So, okay, it's a two-parter question. Okay. 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 Would you, if I could arrange it through magics, uh-huh. eat a meal 
with the mad dictator of the Third Reich, Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler himself. And, like, you know, talk to history's greatest monster and and, and see what's what. So, uh, presumably, we both speak English. Or yeah, yeah, that's, all, that's, all, ta- that's all taken right, care right, of, okay. right? Now, that's a, this is not a trick question, yes or no? Well, Are you going to turn that down? I, d- I don't know. I really don't know. I think you have to present it with the second part. The second part is if you do say yes, you also have to suck him off at the end. <laughs> but, well, I probably wouldn't do it. Like, I was on the fence. <laughs> well, this is the response that the- I'm getting from a lot of people. Like, a lot of people are like, I don't want to do the first thing. And, the- and to be clear, there are people from history, there are men from history who I would suck off to have dinner with. Sure, absolutely. I don't, I don't absolutely. want this to, I don't want this to seem like I'm... I'm reading this as enormously <laughs> homophobic. Yeah. I, like, if you, if you said, you know, uh, would you have dinner with JFK and then suck him off? I mean, that's, that's maybe, maybe I would, you know? Would I have dinner with? But hang on, is that FDR and suck him off? Is that maybe? Hang on, hang on. Is that because they're not... Julius Caesar? They're better is that, looking. Is that because they're not bad people? Well, I don't. I just think if if I have to tell my grandkids, they're like, "Hey, what did you do in the war?" And I say, "I sucked off Adolf Hitler." But you don't. I, think... I mean, you absolutely don't. <laughs> what? So what do you want me to say? I had dinner with him and didn't suck him <laughs> off. I would say if you said that to them, they would be like, "What? <laughs> Why like did you really... add the?" We're glossing over what the problem is here, is that the way that you presented this hypothetical was that people would be so desperate to hang out with Hitler <laughs> that they would be on the fence about like, oh God, I really, really want to spend time with this guy, <laughs> but I'd have to suck him off. Whereas everybody's reaction, everyone you pitched that to was like, no, no, I don't want to have dinner with Hitler. Yeah. No, a lot of people were like, even without the second thing, that's yeah. a hard no from me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, they're, they're, well, so what, what are the possible positives of having dinner with Adolf Hitler? You get to... I, I mean, look, know when, what you, his when, you put it, when you put it like that, sure. Like, because it, it's not like you can change history with this dinner, can you? No, it's in a, it's in a vortex. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I get anything from having dinner with him. It's not, like, it's not like I can go back. It's not like I'm having dinner with baby Hitler and I can kill him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, speaking of which, in that hypothetical, would you go back in time and kill baby Hitler? Why does it have to be baby Hitler? Why can't you kill Hitler at 18? He probably was already a bit of a little shit by the time he was 18. It'd make it much easier. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's the coward's time travel hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want medium Hitler assassination? Yeah, exactly. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely willing to, um, to admit that that has some problems. <laughs> Good. And I'll take it back to the factory and workshop it. Uh, Shall we continue on with another? Do you have one for us? Yes. So this has been sent in by Dave McCarthy and about, seriously, about eight other people. So thank you all so much for sending these in. Yeah. Uh, This is from Akron, Ohio, in the Buy, Sell, Trade Facebook group. And I'm sure some of you would have already seen this on Facebook, because many have already sent it to us. It's $47, and it is... That's a very specific number. A teddy bear Mm -hmm. made of chicken. Oh, I just Uh, got shown this today, like hours before coming here. uh, Yes. From Akron slash Mount Vernon, Ohio. And, and I was concerned that it's really the photo that sells it. But even just hearing that description, I kind of... Now, the, the image is exactly what your mind would conjure up. Exactly. Yes. So, dear listener, whatever you're thinking, it's that. It's, it's a exactly teddy bear. That. There, there is skin involved. You can see bones poking through. There's meat there. Sewn together Sewn in a sort together. of Frankenstein fashion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And here is the copy. It's really cool. Nah. Chickens come with lots of duplicate parts. So you can make... <laughs> Two bears from one chicken. If this one sells, I'll post the other. So, oh, so he's made, he's already made two. From the single chicken, yes. Now as a vegan, you have to appreciate the lack of waste there, in a way. I mean, look, yes, this is what we learned about using every part of the buffalo, obviously. Exactly. That's only if you believe that a teddy bear made of chicken meat is functional and useful. <laughs> 
Look, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, I'll pay that. Michael Hing, just looking at that picture there, is the chicken cooked or do you think it's a raw chicken? I think it's raw. Very much raw. I think uh, it's raw. Uh, My understanding is it's raw. I, I, if it was cooked, well, I, th- I think you'd have to cook it if you wanted to keep it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like, you certainly... You could pickle it. You could pick, yeah. Actually, even if you do cook it, you can't really keep chicken, can you? I mean, let's be clear, regardless of the of the heat applied to this object, no one should be keeping it. Well, here's here's what I want to know. Uh huh. If if you pay forty seven dollars for this, what 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 are you supposed to do with it then? Uh, uh I mean, look, the obvious answer is have sex with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the first. If 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 you bought a forty seven dollar teddy bear that even wasn't made out of chicken. I don't... I mean, the best you can do is give it to a child, right? Yeah, and you don't want it... because you is, certainly can't do that this. this is in no uncertain terms. Like, creepiness aside, you are giving them poison at that point. Oh, like, absolutely. It's been, if it's been in the mail... It's going straight into their mouth within mere seconds of you handing it over. Because that's what happens when you give children things. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, do you want to kill a child? That's basically what this is. <laughs> $47. So $47 for child murder. Yeah, yeah which I... I, I again between the lines. Yes. Uh, and and in, in every way, this is similar to the Hitler thing in that I don't see the positives of this. <laughs> I do not see a, a good outcome from spending $47 on a teddy bear made of chicken. Uh-huh. And I will not suck it off, if that's what your next question was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was. Right. No, I'll... And I, on account of the poison. I, yeah. One thing I take a bit of an issue with here is that his choice of language in describing chickens having duplicate parts? Is that the wording that he used? Yeah. Was used By, which yeah. means that chickens have bilateral symmetry, so, like, they have two, two legs. Yes. Two, you can still eat those. Also, and, like, there's not really waste yeah. from chicken. You can use chicken gut for stuff. You can yeah. use the bones to make stock. You can whatever, like, but there's also, no waste from a chicken. Also, having duplicate parts like that, that's not a thing unique to chickens. No, I mean, exactly. by that logic, you could make two bears out of ma- most birds and mammals. A man. Yes. You could, you could definitely... You, you make could a make... lot of bears out of a man, I reckon. I mean, is that where this is going? This is where it start. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, this is like, a classic it's... early warning sign for making bears out of men. Yeah. Uh, like, is they start doing it with farm animals. Like, that's exactly like... Uh, so anyway. I'm, I'm actually kind of, I have to say, and we'll put this up on the Facebook, I, I am begrudgingly impressed with the... Craftsmanship or womanship? Oh no, oh, it's, it's a dude. His name's ri- Andrew. Yep, it definitely is. If you went to a house where somebody had that behind a glass case, medically sealed, so it wasn't going to kill everybody, mm. how fast can you get out? Essentially, like, is that is there house any is universe in which you stay? House is very interesting. What if you go to MoMA and it's in there? Uh, what if you go to a mu- museum of modern art and that's just stuck in? A cabinet. What are you going to do? You're going you're gonna to protest there? No, you're right. If I saw that at MoMA, I'd be like, oh, look at that. It's a bloody bear. Man. It's a I chicken. think context is important with this sort of thing because, mm. you know, at an art gallery, uh-huh. they're showcasing the weirdness of it. In someone's house, they're being like, hey, this is normal. Look at my chicken bear. All right, let's combine the two. What if you went to Buckingham Palace and the Queen had it? Yep, go. What then are you going to do you win, a, you win a competition you, you, you <laughs> to, meet, a, to meet the Queen. A golden ticket in one of the Queen's own Wonka bars. Yep. And you get to go for all expenses paid, business class flight uh-huh. yep. to meet the queen. You touch uh, down, Majesty herself. Right, you could probably yeah. just skip like the how I get. No, because it's today. all it's all part of the experience. Okay. A limousine meets you not at the airport but on the tarmac. Yep. So that's that's cool. Oh, that's quite good. That's, yep. but you still have to go through customs. Am I going yeah. straight to Buckingham Palace? You go straight. You go to, you go to Harrods first. You, yeah, you can pick what. Yeah, you go to Harrods and then straight to the Buckingham Palace. Um, and Do they I have time they to hand refresh myself. Is that a? They hand you a, an envelope full of Queen bucks. <laughs> Which is just regular dollars because she's on all the notes. I think we call them pounds. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But she calls them queen bucks. 
Um, uh-huh. You can go to Harrods and buy up to a hundred pounds worth of confectionery. <laughs> Great. Do they even sell lollies? I see. I see. They sell everything. They sell. Okay. Uh, when I went to Harrods, there was a, a bottle of wine signed by Abraham Lincoln. Um, I'm sorry. What? Abraham Lincoln? No, I'm familiar no. with the gentleman. The concept. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> At Harrods. <laughs> Harrods, the department store. Yeah. Yep. They had a bottle of wine. Go on. This is like many years ago. Oh, sure. Uh, like Civil War? Eighteen hundreds? No, there was a bottle of wine that had been signed by Abraham Lincoln, and it was like, I, I, it, was, it was an obscene amount of money. It was like, Are you confusing Harrods with like an auction house? No, no. Are you thinking of like... There's a whole level of Harrods. That's which just... is just shit signed by Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> it's I'm whole... talking enormous Toblerones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Bunnykin's plates. Uh, Lincoln logs. Lincoln logs. There's a, no, there's a whole floor of Harrods that is like crazy expensive antiques. There's like curios and stuff. Yeah, there's like I don't know a sarcophagus from a pharaoh. This or something is just a, not true, it, and it's making me really upset. <laughs> there's like a piano that's like I don't know. It's got Elton John's parents in it. I don't know. <laughs> 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 like a, oh. This is sort of like the, the <laughs> Area 51 of British artifacts. <laughs> there's like there's like a whole floor of stuff, and that's in how, that floor of that's things, how Elton John got so good. That was his Faustian pack. Was, to be clear, you could could. become very good at the piano, but we have to entomb your parents inside one of them forever. <laughs> and then there was a bottle of wine signed And there was by... a bottle of wine. And to be clear, like, it wasn't... Why did he sign a bottle of wine ever? I don't know, but I think it's the most expensive bottle of wine in the world. I just think you've just said a series of extremely untrue things all back Absolutely. to Absolutely. What you're trying to do is you're just trying to dilute this one lie with heaps of other lies. <laughs> I don't know why you're doing this. I, I, I was, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't when I saw it. I wasn't like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> you were taken mildly I, back. I was taken back by it. You know, was this was were there several of these or just the one of no, them? No, there's a singular, the singular, a singular bottle. Was of it wine. only one in the world? Was yes. it guarded by a hundred people? It was guarded by several people. Well, the whole floor had more guards than the other floors. There were- yeah, you'd hope. <laughs> This is where we keep our Richie Rich family treasure vault. Yes. So you go to Harrods. Yes. You get hundred pounds worth of candy bars. You get a Jesus bag of Maltesers <laughs> that t- Thomas Jefferson pissed on. You have to eat them all in the are car. Are assuming that these are all uh, American affiliated relics that are being sold? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's my it's, understanding it's, of it's, the lie that Hing has told. Dead yes. United States politicians. Yeah. yeah like a suit made out of the upholstery of the seats JFK was shot in. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would wear. You go there. You're not allowed Maltesers in Buckingham Palace. No, they take them so from you, you at the door. To, or, or, or you, you have to... You'll uh, roll them on the floor, trip up the guards, and then do it, a heist. Exactly. Which you rich the, that those thing. Those crown jewels uh, that aren't stored So there. you either... You either the, the, the guards... <laughs> The guards say you can eat them here, or you can give them to us. But if you eat them here, we're starting dinner in 20 minutes, so you really should have to hurry this up, yeah, please. Yeah. So you do one of those two things. Okay. Yep. Do I uh, also have to choose that in this hypothetical? Yes. What's it going to be? Uh, I've chosen to give them to the guards. Okay, you're I not want, getting them back. I want their goodwill. Okay, yeah, this good. Is a gift. And they're like, is this covered in piss? <laughs> Jefferson's. <laughs> Some of the uh, best. You go through the doors. The Queen's there waiting for you. The Queen of bloody England, Ben. All right, and Australia. Yep. So for now, think about yep. that. She she goes. So nice to meet you. Hello. Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen my palace? It's real nice. 
And then she goes, I want to show you something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And takes you into a room. And there... It's a bare room. Uh-huh. A bare room. A of, bare room. Well, yes. Yeah. She goes, you get it? <laughs> and, and there's a... There's a, there's a it's, it's like a dinner plate situation. Yep. You know how they pull the, they pull the, the, the lid off the dinner the plate? The cloche. The cloche. And she pulls that That's off. That's not a real word. Mm-hmm. No, she doesn't do it, actually. She goes, she claps twice, and Prince Charles comes in, uh-huh. and he okay. does it. Uh-huh. That's All his right. one job. And it's a bear made out of chicken, not unlike the one in the photograph. <laughs> and you still have an hour left on the clock. Of time with the queen. Of time with the queen. Yep. yep. And she's like, oh, I can't wait for dinner. Do you fucking leg it at that point? Do you run out? Well, I might <laughs> meant to assume that we're having... The bear for dinner. Well, that's a question you can ask him. You can right? ask the queen if you want. Because I don't want to be condescending to the queen. Because right? well, yeah, well, I don't want to be. Oh, very nice. But yeah. it's a lovely bear you've got there. I don't want yeah. to be condescending. That's to a it. that's a choppable offense. She's seen <laughs> some shit. Yeah, you know, she's a woman of the world. Sure, yeah. presumably. Sure. Uh, I've seen the queen on Netflix. She's been to at least Australia, I think, and uh-huh. probably Africa. I think she went to Kenya at one point. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. What what facial expression is she giving me? It's been revealed. Is she <laughs> okay. looking at me expectantly? You like, can't. You can't see this on the podcast, but it's like this. Oh, so she's <laughs> smiling like, with smiling, her eyes wide open. Eyes wide open, eyebrows ah? raised. She, ah? Yeah, that's ah? the noise. That's the noise. She's not making that noise because she's the queen. Yeah. But her face is like, ah? She wants ah? to be pleased with it. Yeah. The subtext here is that she's proud of it. Yeah. She's presumably put it together herself. <laughs> yeah. yes. There are many duplicate parts, you see. <laughs> oh, I... Uh, I'll be frank with her, and I'll uh-huh. be like, that's impressive. I personally would not have assembled a, a, a teddy bear out of chicken parts. Half a chicken! <laughs> the spare parts. If you want I'm to buy joke. this one, I'll put the second one on display as well, Benjamin. So you stay for another hour. I, I'll stay. You monica scum. <laughs> What's yeah, you the know queen going to do to me? One I... rule for one yep. plot, uh, another rule for the queen. You know what happened? If, if, if I turned up to Buckingham Palace, yep. you know what I'd do? What? I'd give the queen the finger. <gasps> And I would say, Australia forever. And I'd walk out of there. That would... I don't think you would walk and then out I w- of there. Then I, would... <laughs> I think you would have been pummeled to death. <laughs> Within, but... like, before you've even articulated all your knuckles, 20 yeah. men have dropped from the ceiling and just beat the no, shit out I of you. she does it. I think you're pummeled to death by her. <laughs> she's, she's seen some Nunchucks. Shit. Oh, my secreted God. Secreted about her person. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, ben well, McClay, do you have one? I, I certainly do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, a listing here sent in by Ellie Rogers. Thank you, Ellie. Ellie. Thanks, Ellie. Very kind of you. Uh, Garfield collection. Mm-hmm. $30. No, so you... No, no, that's not a VHS. That's a DVD. That, I've recognized that as a DVD, certainly. Yeah. Uh, so this is a double pack of, uh-huh. uh, the Garfield films on DVD, uh, which if you're not familiar with them, allow me to read you the description, uh, of these items. And I kind of scanned this before, mm. and I thought, oh, this person has just copy and pasted the IMDb. Sure. But mm. they haven't. Oh, they've given their own spin on it. Oh, that was my assumption. No, this is is much worse. (laughs) Well, that explains the the spelling errors. Okay, well, that's great. Okay. Garfield, starring Bill Murray, brackets, voice of Garfield, in brackets, Mm -hmm. uh, Brecken Meyer, Jennifer Love Hewitt, about. Garfield is the king of the cul-de-sac, which is spelt colder, as in more cold then, and sack, (laughs) as in a sack of things. But again, if you spell that right, is he the king of the cul-de-sacs? Does John live on a cul-de-sac? Is that a, is that a, is that a load-bearing part of the Garfield mythos? I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not fully across the, the it, it might Garfield be, verse. I depicted as a cul-de-sac in the films. I'm not actually familiar with them. Mm. In the cartoons, I used to read a lot of Garfield. 
I don't know if we ever even see the outside of the fucking house. We certainly see elements of the yard. The yeah. fence plays a large part in it. I don't think it. there's a gag that's like, well, cars can't... This is a no-through road that we live on. Lots of people turning around in here, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a, there's, there's a whole... There's a, there's a plot line... Uh, a plot arch that involves an alleyway where Normal lives, I yes, think? Yes, yeah, I believe yeah. There's the, the fence next to the house abuts an alleyway. Right, yeah. yeah. An alleyway to a cul-de-sac. No, thank you. Yeah, but I don't... I'm, I'm not aware <laughs> okay. of... Sure. Look, some of us did town planning at university, <laughs> and I wasn't one of them. All right, go on. Uh, yeah, king of the cul-de-sac, contested. Uh, cable TV, lasagna, the lounge, and the best owner ever. So he's the king of the best owner ever? That's... Which loves him the most until a new furry friend comes. Odie the dog. Can Garfield manage to share, but... What? Can Garfield manage to share, but when a dog trainer <laughs> takes Odie, it is up to Garfield to get off the couch, get off the couch, uh, and save the day. Can he do it, or will it end up as a mess? <laughs> length, I like it. That's, 77 minutes. That's a good length for a film. That's good copy, too. Mm. That's really good copy, because it leaves you with a central question. Will Garfield be able to do it? It also suggests that like, there's a chance that they'll all die, is which would not... be an interesting direction to take it, given there's a sequel. Is John Arbuckle known as the best owner of like, I don't Absolutely th- not. I think, I think this person ha- clearly has a lot of love for John. I don't think yeah. anyone reads Garfield and is like, oh, John's the cool one. No, no absolutely not. Great lengths have gone to by Jim Davis to, Just to, to, kick, to, to belittle all the time, John yeah. Arbuckle. Mm. That's weird. He made it him come drinking. Come. Yeah, there's the famous strip where he where John well, Arbuckle dr- drinks dog cum. Except Jim Davis came out and said, canonically, that's not the case, except now the, jo- the panels have no joke in them. So oh, if yeah. it's not, there's if, nothing if, in there if makes it's sense not if he does it. Come, yeah. he's like, what is it? He's like, it's... Back on the farm, there used to be a serum that you would give bulls to make them more virile, or, or to make or to make the, the the cows more susceptible to more fertile or whatever. Right, and that's what he drank, which is not that's true. Absolutely Jim not the joke, even slightly. You made your protagonist drink dog cum because, and now you're ashamed. Yeah, you're, you're ashamed. You're the exact opposite of the Dilbert guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's like you know Stephen King and his coke years. He's not ashamed of any of that. He's like, I stand by... He should be. He should be. But uh, no, uh, I reckon John Arbuck... No, uh, Jim Davis, if you can even separate the two. Uh, <laughs> this was in the heady days of Garfield. This was when he was just raking in billions of dollars in those sticky window things. Mm. And it was booze and hookers and dog cum. And he decided to do an edgy little panel... About and now dog he's trying cum. to walk mm. it back. Is there a, is there a plot summation for Garfield two on that? Because I believe it's I'm a pair so of DVDs. I'm so glad you asked. Certainly, uh, similar cast, but the same cast. Even mm, they got them all back. They return this time. They are in England. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we just pause there? Did the studio go? All right. Well, obviously this didn't do well. I think it did. I bet it did well. great. Did I it? would not be surprised to learn that it did fantastically. So, so then is, this, is the thought... Sometimes I hear about, like, how films gross. Yeah. And it's like, some of them are really obvious, but it's like, if someone was like, oh, yeah, it goes, like, Avatar, Avengers 2, and then Garfield, I'd be like, who knows the mind <laughs> of the public? And it's generally insane. Like, uh... The later parts, the Caribbean sequels, are, like, way, way, way yeah. up in the numbers, and everyone hates them. Everybody hates them. I so, wait, is Avatar the top one? I think it used to be, and then it got overtaken. Right, it'd be one, one, one of the Marvels Avengers, ones, I think. Yeah. Is, yeah. is Titanic still up there? No. 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 Titanic made $10 US. But back then, that was so much money. It's a shame, because that boat would have cost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
No, they got the boat for free. They just had to promise not to sink it. Do you and think... they did one fucking thing. Do you think you know how in the in the sort of in the Mr. Bean verse? Yep. When they when they make the Mr. Bean movie, they yep. can't do it in the UK because Americans won't watch it. So they moved Mr. So they ha- they said Mr. Bean goes. You're to talking Hollywood. about one very specific movie. Oh, two. Uh, well, he goes to Italy in that one. Then there's the other one. The the first one is in America. Right? Yeah. That's what I mean. So that's what I mean. So they're, they're like the the American public won't watch Mr. Bean. You know, it in Portsmouth or wherever uh, it is. Shepherd's Shear. Sorry, or, on think... Essex von. Yeah, Damn. or I think it's set in London, guys. <laughs> Did, uh, <laughs> dinner party familiar. circus, whatever they are. Sure, right? it's none of them. We've got to put yeah. him in Hollywood underneath the sign, etc. Right? Yeah. Do you think that's what's happened here, where they're like? Look, we're trying to tap into that lucrative UK. Market. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. We, we, look, we didn't get an Oscar for this. Let's try for a BAFTA. Yeah, we'll yeah. set Garfield loose in London. I mean, like I, as someone who kind of, like I say, grew up reading a lot of Garfield mm. and enjoying a lot of Garfield, it informs your comedy very deeply. Absolutely, yeah. not just his comedy, his sense of morals and the, and and, <laughs> and, and my so feelings toward <laughs> my feelings toward both lasagna and Mondays. Absolutely <laughs> informed by that. The former. Yay. The latter, boo. Um, <laughs> the spectrum of bad to good. Lasagna, very worst. No, very best. Yeah, you can't. Oh, my mate. goodness. I'm so, Come on. You could, not have said, you could not have said a worse thing. Garfield's a, a go-getter who loves getting up early in the morning on a oh Monday to work. Oh, my God. You need to revisit the text. And he hates sheets of pasta <laughs> no, with a no, tomato sauce. Absolutely <laughs> bollocks it, mate, as they'd say in the setting of Garfield too. But I'd never went, I wonder what it would be like if he went to London. Mm, you know what I, I mean? Have. Like. I never was like, what would that look like? Basically, Garfield, the strip, could exist in most English-speaking well, That's countries. what makes it a, a, a so amazing, so universal. It's a text for our time because, yeah, you're right. If you told me Garfield was translated from Finnish, I'd believe you because so universal is the human... If I told you it was, actually, it was actually the first work by Aristotle and it's just been passed down... I would mm. find that di- more difficult to believe. But Do you think if the, you told the me- classical philosophers were on a Monday to Friday schedule? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, Walking oh, off. fuck. TGI bloody F. Alarm going off at six on a Monday morning. Oh, I've got to theorize. On... Oh, I've got to go think some bloody thoughts. Have some debate, some dipshit in a sheet. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so can you please tell us? This isn't even Monday. It's just the shadow of Monday on the wall. Uh, uh, hey, guys. I did, uh, I did first year philosophy. Can you please tell us more about this film? Oh, please continue. I, yes. I certainly can. Oh, can we guess, actually? I've, I've not seen Garfield 2. Have you seen Garfield 2? No, I've not. Okay, have you seen... Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. No. Should we all take a punt about the plot of Garfield 2 is? I reckon, I reckon they're going to introduce maybe Nermal in this one, and I reckon he has to go to London to meet the Queen, perhaps? Uh-huh. No, are you just getting confused with what we just talked about? <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon the Queen's going to be involved. If you, if you go to the UK, you're going to meet the Queen, yep. yeah. presumably, or some sort of... Oh, world. and the Corgis. He'll meet the, he'll meet the Queen's Corgis, Something maybe? like that, and, oh, then, and then he'll have, to, them, he'll have to rescue Nermal or someone... From um, or who's the what's the lady cat? Liz. Liz. Oh no, Liz is John Arbuckle's love interest. Uh, oh right, he's got a rest. Is it Arlene? No, it's a yeah, I think Arlene. Liz, who work, is no, the, no, I think the the other cat? Oh right. Yeah, I think I think he might try to to rescue her from the Tower of London. That's my thought. All right, what about you, Ben? Uh, well, I sort of I I snuck a you, peek. You have snuck I, a peek. I have. I've seen the right. first half of the next sentence right. really informs what it's about, okay. and so All I right. don't want to. Okay, you're disqualified. Fair. Yeah, I'm disqualified. Um, I reckon John goes to meet family there. And yeah, I do think Garfield maybe gets loose or lost in old London Certainly, town, hundred percent. Oh. Which I believe is the plot of the first one. He's well, lost in New York. Gets lost in New York, right? Sure. I don't know. So I'm what is what is the what is the I'm alone too? Yeah, please. Well, as as we th- oh god, as we think one Garfield is enough. Now there are two. What Prince, the proper king, not of the cul-de-sac, 
But when oh, they really fucking leaning into this king of the cul-de-sac gambit, but w- when they get swapped, Garfield enjoys being king of the country. But when Lord, I can't quite read this. I think it says Lord Dargus. I'm not sure. Uh, wants him out of the picture so he can be the king. So he... hang on, in this world is is England run by a cat? I think it would just be the cat that's you know sort of of Buckingham Palace. Oh uh... right, yep. Uh, yep. So yep. Good world building. Uh, mm. Lord Douglas wants him out of the picture so he can be the king. He tries to kidnap the prince. I think he's maybe the prince's cat. This is very confusing. But secretly, it's Garfield. Uh, it's up to Odie and John to save Garfield. Who oh. will win? So in the first one, 82 minutes. In the first one, Garfield had to save them. But in the second one, it's flipped around. Yeah. That's some incredible poetic symmetry there. That's, yeah. And that's good writing. Was there a Garfield 3? Uh, I don't believe so. I think it would have been up to the cycle of sequels where it would have been the one that's in space, though, which is quite good. Although the fourth <laughs> movie is traditionally the one that's set in space. Is that, is space that or so? time? Space, space uh, or time it's travel. It's true of Leprechaun and Hellraiser. Uh, well, that's all the data points I it's, need. It's, yeah. It was also true of both Star Wars and Star Trek. It's also true of the <laughs> Alien franchise. Yeah, well, that was the same joke. <laughs> I think it would have been true of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if they'd done a fourth one, because the third was time travel. Uh, so going to space, I think, was the next logical step. Guys, you want one more to take us home with? Yes, please. All right, here is the deal. This was sent in by Samuel Shepard, maybe the playwright. Who knows? Possibly not, because I believe that man is deceased. I only just found out that I'd always just thought he was an actor. I was just looking at his Wikipedia uh, article while I was watching Mud the other day. Uh-huh. Very accomplished playwright. Very accomplished man. Isn't Sam Shepard also a DJ of sorts? Uh, I could not speak to that. No. Okay. Okay. Wow, it really fucking brought the tone down. <laughs> oh, DJs. Yeah, but yeah, we can talk about DJs if you want. We'll talk about theatre. But oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. No, sure. Um, Plays? Are you familiar is, with them? In many ways, Skrillex is the Edward Albee of 2014. Uh-huh. Sure. I can't, I can't speak against that. Um, Sam, Samuel Shepard, famous DJ, sent this in. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Shepard. This is Uni Student Seeking Room. It's from ACT. Hello. Urgently. Now, what I really like about this is the confidence and, and, and the sort of like needless oversharing that you're about to hear. Mm. Hello, urgently seeking room as I am being forced to leave my current house over a personal conflict between family members. I've been staying with my family between jobs at the moment and I'm being evicted due to a conflict with my parents' religious beliefs. Oh. Mostly because they discovered with shock that their recently single 23-year-old son... Now, this is interesting because he, he means 23-year-old son but what he said is 23rd old son. <laughs> <laughs> Neatly delineated there. Many, many sons into young and old. Yep. Yes. Their recently single 23rd old son watches porn in private and isn't ashamed by it. Can't afford it. $200 per week. Blah, 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 blah. I can bring vinyls. Not too fast for a quieter household. And then he's included a picture of him smiling and a picture of him eating a... What looks to be a magnum, I think. Right. So, to be clear, Ben, you've blah, 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 a, few, a bit of that, because he, this person absolutely gives away their identity in that. Mm. Yeah. And you don't want this to be the podcast where they're doxxed. I don't. And I, we have a lot of listeners in Canberra, and it's possible that um, we this ha- is a known person, but, man. Notorious, even. I kind of feel like he is spinning, uh, being caught jerking it to porn into some sort of anti-religious struggle. Well, certainly. I would have framed this ad, were I that person, uh-huh. by saying, hey, I need a place to live because I've been forced out. 
Uh, I can afford two hundred dollars a week. I'm looking this area. Do you know what? I don't even know if you need the because I was forced out. Well, it adds a sense of urgency to it. That's I think true. that's kind of helpful. Mm. But like, I've never because you know I've had to look for housemates before in the past when I lived in share houses, and when someone's like looking for a place, I've never been like, why? <laughs> because you need. Were well, you caught jerking it? Yeah, yeah, and it's just really nice for, for someone to be upfront about it for once. You can tell they're still angry about it. Like I oh. assume that they've written this moments after the <laughs> altercation has taken Absolutely. place. Absolutely, they're still like so. Oh, because of. <laughs> My super religious parents hate it when I watch hentai in the living room. What's so so? What's very interesting about this uh-huh. is he says uh, the twenty-three-year-old son watches porn in private, right? So mm. so so if he'd stopped there, you'd be like, oh well, obviously this is a religious dispute, right? Obviously, they've seen, they've heard him watch porn, they've seen him watch porn, they're like, we don't want that. In the well, house, how private out. is it if they've seen it? But yeah, sure. But then he continues. And this is the end part of the sentence. And isn't ashamed yeah, by you. Yeah, that's a red flag. Yeah, I did yeah. notice that. that so, there's so something is, else going on there. So maybe their parents are religious. Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe it's because he's like, I will jerk off as much <laughs> as I want. Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah, the problem isn't that he has been watching porn. The problem is that he will stand up in the living room, above nothing can say, well, I'm off to watch porn now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they are sick of it. It's, it's like he's doubled down. So they've, like, they've been like, oh... Hey, Jeremy, and that's not his name, I've changed it. It's like, hey, Jeremy, I noticed, um, oh, you left your computer on, and I noticed some uh, <laughs> pretty intimate images there. Maybe Oy. next time, shut it down. And he's like, oh, <laughs> really, mother? <laughs> I see the church has gotten to you, mother. And, uh, yeah, at every fucking opportunity, he's like, oh, these are really nice uh, potatoes. Thanks for dinner. I love them as much as I love watching a pornography. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you that, like, pornography, like, Sure, if, you, if, 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 if you're into it, go for it. Mm-hmm. But I think we all should feel a certain amount of shame. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's yeah. a healthy thing to feel yep. watching pornography. I'm I'm certainly d- not saying don't do it, but if you're like, I've done it and I, I bloody love I'm it. Proud. I'm proud. I'm like, proud. That's I, to me. You know, I think it's, I think it's, a, it's a healthy thing to, to, have, to be reticent about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tasteful I, discretion. Yeah. Exactly. That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah. so After no. you're done watching your interracial orgy four-hour HD compilation. Uh, <laughs> Very specific. Continue. Just, yeah, well, we all have things. Uh, <laughs> can I? Can just I, maybe. Uh, you, you, you're, a, you're a man of the world. You're a tech-savvy, um, uh, youthful man. Uh, sure. Uh, ben McClay. Yep. Do, do you... I have noticed that when watching pornography, I still use private browsing mode, even though I'm the only one who uses my laptop? Yeah, well, because look, there are some circumstances where if I'm like, hey, let me show you something on my computer, and then it auto-completes my search history to be like, Uh, whatever the series of keywords I just rattled off previously were. Enjoyableporography.com. Tasteful for men named Ben. uh, Yeah. It's a marvelous site. It's a wonderful resource. I'm just happy to not have that saved. I, yeah. I don't need that. I'm, I'll go into incognito just for the fact of I don't need it in my but life. But see, this guy wouldn't. This guy no, would be certainly like, not. Oh, not can I, I'll, I'll just show you this funny gif I found. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's some pornography <laughs> that I was watching before you arrived. Let yes. me browse through my history to find the URL for google.com. <laughs> oh, there's an awful lot of porn in there. And that's fine. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, ben, this has been a delight. You've got to get to a wrestling show. I do have to get to a wrestling that's show. That's exciting. Uh, it should be, yeah. Yeah. Um, but thank you for coming. You do a podcast regularly, semi-regularly? I mean, uh, you're on it a lot. Regularly now that people are giving us money. That's, uh, yeah, it's now a, it's we a, stick to a schedule. It's a good incentive, I mm. find. Yes. Uh, I think I'll get the shit kicked out of me if I don't promote, promote it. So, you should. Uh, I, that, was, that was not a trap. <laughs> I feel like you didn't say the name and then now I have say to say Say the name. It. I don't. 
It's the it's the uh, it's the Bunta Vista Social Club, Socialist Club, Socialist Club. Sorry, yes, I should have said it. Fuck. That's why I wanted you to say it. God I, damn. Oh, you're unsure now. I just put you in a position. I've I've I do a lot of hosting, obviously, and mm-hmm. despite like maybe 10, 12 years of doing that, if I get in my head that I'm going to say introduce somebody wrong. I will do it. Oh, I have that happen to me in real life constantly. I, people that I've known for like a decade, I'll be like, oh, this is my friend. Yep. It's fucking shit. Yeah, I've, I've, I think I've, I've brought like someone I've known for like 10 years up on stage with the wrong name because I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I... like, oh, yeah, Wait, I, what's the podcast? Booty oh. Vista Socialist Club. Yes. <laughs> it's, 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 it's about politics. It's about comedy. It's about yeah. friendship. It's mostly about uh, IBS. Uh-huh. Uh, one of our hosts... And her struggle with IBS. Uh-huh. She does not have IBS, but we sure talk about it a lot. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, and nominally, yeah. it's a political, political it's nominally podcast. Nominally, it's a political podcast. About okay. Australian politics. We're all gross, disgusting lefties, the kind that your parents hate. Right. Uh, and, and also the we hate here at um, Freedom of Good Home. Yes. As a, as, as a staunch... We're sponsored by ASIO. non-partisan. Yes. Um, or, or, or the yeah. other way, I'm sorry. ASIO yeah. and also Big Pharma. They yeah. got together and they're giving us a lot of they money. I hear those in. guys are doing a lot of good. They all chipped in and they've contributed 10 bucks a month to our Patreon. It's nice of them. Which just shows how easy it is to buy us yes. in many ways. Because they have a lot of money. I thought they would have had more than that. Yeah. No, uh, they, they, they really they got rich by making, like seeing the measure of a man and being like, yeah, no, you'll do this for 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. You'll uh, preserve your own life for $27,000. <laughs> uh, you'll continue doing a podcast for 10. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I uh, speaking of, if mm. you would like to chip into our Patreon, that would be super great. Mm. Um, it's patreon.com uh, slash FTAGH. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just fang us some money, which means that we'll keep doing this. Alternatively, if you're in Melbourne, not even alternatively, as well as if you're in Melbourne no, and no, you want to see one or the other. Yeah. At the uh, Comedy Festival, uh, we're going to be doing a Dragon Friends show down there, but also uh, I'm going to be doing my stand-up show. It's called The Ethics of Punching a Nazi. Mm-hmm. It's on at the end of uh, March and start of April. I'm only doing a two-week run this year, um, and it's at the Malthouse Theatre, so come along to that. Is nice this one. Would it be a spoiler for you to tell us what The Ethics of Punching a Nazi are? Uh, well, no, it's more of a story about how I had to make out with a Nazi at one point. Um, huh. yeah. Oh, maybe I should sell it like that. If yeah. you want to hear a story about me having to kiss a Nazi, uh, come along to that. That's it's, a good sell. I'm, I'm, a, I'm on board. Yeah, right. I'm not cool. coming. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's good. You've got some range there <laughs> in your demographics. You, you surveyed two bands, both very emphatic. Uh, that's what you want. In many ways, they are the lasagna and Mondays uh-huh. of this podcast. <laughs> of Ben's. <laughs> Who's who, you decide. Uh, ben, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And uh, we will see you next week. week. Bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. If you're not into yoga. If you have half a brain. If you'd like making love at midnight. In the dunes on the cape. I'm the love that you've looked for. Right to me and escape. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.